your boy B. Graf. Joined by Dustin. Let's fucking go. And I'm joined by Rafa. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's cracking, boys? Oh, man, I'm fucking living the goddamn dream. What about you, B. Graf? <laughs> One nightmare at a time, papi. Hey. What about you, ding dong? Nah, man. Just chilling. Ding dong, bing bong. <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> Fuck your life. Hey, man. We've had some great, great shows lately. I feel like we're just finally fucking figuring it out. I know. I mean, or maybe we, they're just the, our, our we people. Got, we got lucky. We got lucky. No. We got fucking uh, lucky. I mean, yeah, obviously, the more we do this, you know, the more engaged we're going to be. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's all, it's always a learning process, and we're all willing to willing and wanting to learn and do better. But, you know, some of the guests that we've had on, they just they fucking bleed you know what I mean? Their stories just fucking regurgitate out. You know what I mean? Did yeah. I say that right? Yeah. Regurgitate? Yeah, yeah. yeah I did. Oh, good for me. Sick ass fool. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, man, Ian's podcast was fucking amazing. And he was so, which I thought he was going to be really nervous and, you know, squeaky. And, and he fucking was a G. And he fucking. Cool as a cucumber. Straight up, dude. And he fucking he delivered a fucking solid ass fucking like. I don't know. I really related to that. And then, like, we followed that up with fucking Lori, and it's just been like, holy shit. And yeah. everybody, I feel like the more people that get a chance to listen to it, the first, I would say the first three people, we were just kind of like, hey, you're coming on the show, and, like, let's figure it out together. And now we've kind of dialed in a process, and it's just fucking, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm still grateful, very, very grateful for the fucking first few episodes, too, because they were no. fire as fuck. I mean, our fi- yeah, our yeah. first episode was straight rookie. I mean, look, I listened back to that, and I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then we did fucking Stefan's right I after. Know, dude, I, we, we need to have him back on, because honestly... It, I don't think having him as the second episode does it, him justice. I think his story and the things that uh, there's way more to to him. Oh, there is. Yeah, you know what I mean? Dildos. Yeah, but that that was a fantastic story. But I think uh, with the amount. By the way, let's just talk about this real quick. We have what five thousand downloads? Is that what that what? Yeah, five thousand downloads. So to date, f- fucking thank you very much. That's amazing, dude. For ninety days in, and we have five thousand downloads. Yeah. to the fucking LFG podcast. We're not even ninety days in. I would say we're more like seventy days in. Right. It's absolutely. Jesus. It's absolutely fucking amazing, right? Crushing. And and of course we've we've talked about the people you know we're you know where they're listening and all all across the fucking world, which we're completely grateful for. Yeah, it's. But, in, but anyway, shout out to my cousin in Puerto Rico. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we got Brazil, Mexico. Oh, what happened there? You'll hear it on the show. That was cool. Hey, uh, but anyway, so Stefan, I know you're listening. We need to have you back on. Uh, maybe we'll have him back on after. We'll have him and because Zach wants to come back on too. He's like, dude, I didn't even really fucking tell him a story. I'm I like. Know. Tom wants to come on. He just wants to talk about motorcycle riding. I'm like, dude, that's totally cool. So after like a ride, we can just chop it up and then talk about that event, you know? Okay. Sick. Be fucking cool. We could just have him on as our fucking third wheel for the show. Yeah. Like we we have in the past with Charlie and Londis. Yeah, for fucking, sure. Yeah, he's a solid one. <laughs> I mean, you know, be, people like that, they have stories, but, you know, they're they're really guarded, which I can respect that too. You know, I, I do respect that. So, but at the end of the day, this is fucking a great thing that we're doing. Yeah. And I'm like really fucking proud of ourselves. I really am. Oh, my back. Yeah. Same. Which one? <laughs> what would you like? I, I need to know. Just hitting all the buttons. Yeah, here we go again. That's the song. Oh, God. Okay. So yeah. I know not to hit this one. This is the one that I want to. It's pink. Just I, for you. I fucking love that. 
You guys, I am really... I am really just really proud of us. I'm just in a place where life is just like, I watched a flower bloom this morning, and I just can relate to that flower because I feel like I'm blooming. You know what? Cut the shit, though. You know what? All you fucking heathens fucking listening to this podcast, I fucking love you. Let's fucking go. We do recover. Boys, I think it's time we introduce our guests. Fuck yeah. Let's fucking go, huh? Jesse, how you doing? Let's fucking go, gentlemen. Yeah. If you don't take your hand yeah. off my goddamn yeah, mic. There he is, baby. He was muffling it. <laughs> yeah. You like it. When you, you like put your it. hand over it, it just kind of gives it this muffled. So you just, you know. I'm, I'm trying to get that romantic voice going. Wait a minute. That actually. Smooth jazz. Hold on a minute. Hey, Charlie, check this out, Charlie. Easy listening. I put the, <laughs> I put the V's up for Vista. Homeboys. <laughs> there I was at the casino. Last rat ass $20. Yeah. Fucking love that, dude. You know, you know Big Charlie? I bet him. Yeah. 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 It's all this fuck. Yeah, cool, dude. Jesse, oh, my man. What the fuck is up, gentlemen? Yes. Glad to be here. Thanks for having That's me. Right. Oh, yeah. I've known Jesse. I mean, I remember the first time I met Jesse, and it was right when I got out of Crash, and he was already doing the damn thing, and I was like, fuck yeah, this dude is fucking cool as fuck. What you need, homie? Oh, you need some nicotine? Oh, I was about yeah. to say. Oh, okay, big bet. Yeah, Run shit. that. Jesus Christ. Where are you from, man? So I am from Sacramento, California, big dog. Okay, the yeah. capital. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, let's go home and burn Macramento, it down. Sacramento, you know what I'm saying? He's not from San Diego. He's not from San Diego. Let's fucking go. Bro, you're out of 17 episodes, number 18, you, you're not from San Diego. You Thanks, know, man. I'm just here to do my part, gentlemen. Just here to Fuck. fucking do my part. Thank That's you. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got blinded by the fact that you're from Sacramento and I... They're, the best music comes from Sacramento, but everything else sucks. You know what's funny, though, is uh, the area code for Sacramento is 916, and now I live in the 619, so. Wild. What the fuck? Yeah. Howling drones. It was, it, was it was meant to be. Yeah, but uh, so I grew up 98% of my life in Sacramento. I was born in Littleton, Colorado, and then uh, my family made a jump out. Whoa, there. another revelation here. He's not even from California, Biograph. What Ooh. the you know what? That's it. Call the press now. Hey, Stop the press. Hey, you cocksucking Ramona Sentinel pieces of shit. Listen to this. <laughs> this just in. No fucking autographs. None. Right. <laughs> so oh, what is life like up there growing up? Uh, So growing up, a whole lot of gang shit. Smoking crack. <laughs> a whole lot of fucking, uh, a lot of shit that goes on out there, you know? Yeah. Um. Starting out, I'll start from there. So my family moved from Colorado because where we lived, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Columbine. Yep. That shit cracked off right up the street from our house. Wow. In 99. Yeah. Damn, Rafa. I can't believe you fucking hit that. Well, while we're at it, let's. Holy shit. (laughs) Reload. Boom, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, tasteless jokes. I'm going to hell. Hey, Rafa. So Columbine, Colorado is up the street from you. Yeah. Shots fired. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, literally. Oh, so in 99. I'm so how, sorry. <laughs> how old are you then? Fuck, bro. I was like eight or nine. Okay. You know what right. I mean? But I got older siblings and uh, they were going to school. So my parents kind of made that decision. They're like, we're going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, I come from a blue collar family. My dad's a truck driver. My mom worked for fucking a lot of, a lot of years. 
we ended up uh, moving back to where they grew up, which was this town called Orangevale in Sacramento. Okay. Third generation OV. It's pretty much like the East County of San Diego. Nice. But it's only like a like a 15 block radius. So really? Nice. You can walk through it in a day and anything can fucking happen. <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> hey, like, hey Gloria, that. we're moving. <laughs> Pack it up. <laughs> Grab the kid. Yeah. We're going. Orangevale. Orangevale. <laughs> it's just Vail like sack it's, it's NorCal East County. You know the fucking deal. NorCal oh, East County. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, that's hella cool. Hella. Hey, <laughs> fuck you. I say hella. <laughs> that's hella cool. It's hella, it's hella cool. Yeah, it's hella dope. Keep it hyphy. That was actually one of the fucking like quintessential reasons why people knew where I was from when I moved down here. I'd be like, oh, bro, that's hell sick. Like, oh, you're from NorCal. I'm like, Hella fuck you too. All right? <laughs> <laughs> hella, hella fuck you. <laughs> I got some homies that are from the Bay, and like, they're solid as fuck. I haven't, I've, unless you're from Central Cal and like Fresno or fucking Bakersfield or fucking maybe Stockton, but that's a little bit north too. But everyone else is pretty solid. But the Central California kind of sucks. I was up there yesterday, dude. I fucking had to drive all the way to Barstow of Ridgecrest. Brutal, dude. Brutal. brutal Three and a half hours through nothingness, like Hesperia, Victorville. And I'm I'm literally on the phone with my chick, and I'm like, God, it would suck so bad to grow up here. Dude, and then you hit that patch. It's just cow pasture after cow pasture, and your AC's kicking, and you're just getting fucking cow ass all the way up the fucking road. Right up the grapevine. Yeah, so it's like, oh, great. The five is just like, it's just golden brown for fucking 180 miles. It is. What's that goddamn noise? Uh, that's Elisa's timer for the chicken that she has in the oven. I believe that's a wind chime. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that was just a wind chime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My chakras are aligned. Wow. Hey, you know what? You're hella cool. Oh. <laughs> oh. I see what you did there. Hey, I see what you did there. Uh, so Elisa and I did a road trip, right, where we rented a, a vehicle and we wanted to check out fucking San Francisco. Mm. So beautiful, right? But you go through all that shit that he's talking about, trash. I'm going to tell you what, right. Sacramento's pretty fucking badass mm. with the fucking rivers that run everywhere. And mm. there's really, it's a lot more open. Yeah. You know, there, I mean, obviously there's big cities, but I, what I've noticed that there was still a lot of ranches. Yep. It kind of reminded me of like when I grew up in San Diego and it wasn't so populated. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, damn, I could probably fucking live out here. You know, a, a large misconception of it, because it's the capital of the state, is people think it's all city, all city, all city. Right. It's actually a huge agricultural town. Right. Like, UC shit. Davis is there, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yep. yeah. Yep. My first job ever, I worked in an orchard picking fruit. No right. shit. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I know ag is a huge thing in Central Cal and up into the vineyards, too, but I didn't realize Sacramento had that, too. Yeah, that's right. So it used to be called the City of Trees, and then uh, for some obvious reasons, they kind of changed it to the Farm to Fresh City. But <laughs> I think City of Trees was way fucking doper. I don't why, know why they changed it. City of Why do they? I don't. I'm missing the obvious. Was it agriculture? Trees. Fruit comes from trees. Okay. You know. But why did they change it? Because they're fucking lame, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Hella lame, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Not even chill, bro. Fucking. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Hey, motherfucker. Are we not doing something right now? <laughs> yeah, I know you want to fucking eat. Yeah, I don't miss no meals. Fuck it. You heard that? Hey, so, boy, hey bro. <laughs> round is the shape, too, man. You're in shape. It's all good. Bro. <laughs> COVID came, and I got in a really healthy relationship. Then I stacked on a quick 45 pounds. Yeah. Fucking right. Run, I'm, run, I'm living good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, right. So... 
home life, you, mom and dad are present. Yeah, so my mom and dad are present. You know, like I said, blue collar. Um, well, dad's fucking on the road all the time. He's gone a fucking lot. Yeah. And uh, once we moved to Sacramento, he was actually able to get overnight runs. So he was able to be a little bit more present. Uh, both my parents grew up riding Harleys. Fuck yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad, uh, You're at the right house for that shit. Hey, man, dude. Yeah. A little scooter house, all right? That's right. <laughs> so uh, my dad grew up. He was driving a shovel head with a rigid frame. You know, nice. Waiting for that bad boy to get past my way. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's still at the house? Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Is it like bobbed out or like so chopped out? It's pretty much chopped out, sitting on ape hangers. It's yes. kind of a mutt of a bike. You can't really give right, it a real right. year. Yeah. But the thing is, but just it's been, a shovel. It's been in my family longer than I fucking have. Uh, they'd probably <laughs> more upset if something happened to that bike than me. You know, it's one of those uh, yeah. Dude, that's Where, solid as fuck. I yeah. can't wait for you to get that bike. Oh, it's great. Do you have one right now? No, I want to. So my fiance, I've got an ongoing deal with her. I was like, once, <coughs> once the wedding's taken care of, I'm getting a fucking bike. And she's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm getting a bike. How yeah, how yeah, bad yeah. do you want to get married? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this one of two ways. I can get the bike and not get married, or we can get married and not get the bike. Right. <laughs> yeah. Whichever you prefer. Yeah. I can have a really sick bike if we don't get married. And she laughs, I laugh. We both walk away like, I don't know who won that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was serious. Yeah. I don't think he was fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> just walk around with a helmet on. Yeah, exactly. La, yeah. La, la, la. So parents are riding bikes. Are there, is it like, do you have a, you come from a good family and fucking it's not dysfunctional or is there a little bit of dysfunction or. So I came from a great family that got put into a fucking chaotic situation. Okay. Uh, I'll put oh, it wow. like that. Like I was about 12 and uh, I got an older brother. He's about eight years older than me and uh, living in Sacramento, he got wrapped up in the gang culture. You know, and uh, right around 12 years old, he ended up getting stabbed. And uh, he's a quadriplegic from it now. Somebody somebody ended up getting him in the back of the neck. Some bullshit went down at one of the house parties, you know. And Holy it's kind of one of those things. I didn't even know that. Holy moly fucking shit. Damn, so shit. gang life is like... Oh, yeah, it's big. Oh, it's, really big up there? Oh, yeah. It's an everyday it's part of your fucking culture, dude. And uh, Even for yeah. like, just to say it, like even for white people? Fuck yeah, dude. No shit. You know what I mean? You got to put down harder. Yeah, it's a fact. You know what I mean? Because it's one of those things where, like, granted, I'll say this: you get what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're wrapped up with people that are getting in fucking trouble, you're gonna get into some fucking trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. you're wrapped up into people that are getting PhDs, God bless it. Maybe you'll get a fucking PhD. And uh, my brother was wrapped up in some people that were doing some shit, and they made a fucking name for themselves, and they kept pushing it, and things kept getting more more extreme. You know. Um. I still remember the day it happened. My my dad knocks on my room. He's like, hey, you know, your brother's in jail again. We got to go pick him up. I was like, well, I'm going to fucking sleep in, you know. Turned out he's in the fucking hospital. And uh, they didn't know if he was going to make it or not. So yeah. they come. One of my brother's homeboys comes and picks me up. He's like, we got to get you to the hospital, like, right now. I was like, all right, you know. I'm still young enough at that time that I was like, these are all the older boys. You know, I don't know what the fucking difference is. Like, I'm pretty fucking innocent. Real shy kid. Didn't know how to talk to people. Didn't know how to make eye contact. Any of that shit. Right. So they bring me to the hospital, and all the fucking people are there. And, like, I'm seeing fools with, like, grim-ass looks on their face. I'm like, what the fuck? They walk me straight into my brother's room, and he's got this thing called a halo where you got two screws drilled into your head, and his head is secured to the fucking the wall. And everybody's just, like, doesn't want to say shit. And my brother, who's one of the toughest people I grew up knowing, you know, real weak voice, just like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm glad you could make it for this, like, Everything's gonna be all right. He's always a tough one. Even when he's fucking hurt, he's always a fucking tough one, you know? Mm. From then on, like, my mentality went from, like, oh, I'm this little kid to, like, 
what the fuck, you know, like my brother's like one of the main people. I got to learn to do something. I got to try and like toughen up, you know? Yeah. From he's, there, it was uh, a. He's your fucking he-man, man. You know what I mean? Just, just, just a guy being one. a dude. Just a guy being a dude, man. Just a guy being a dude. But the reality of it is, is I automatically fucking jumped into the lifestyle that had just gotten my fucking brother hurt. You know, I went from that to like my parents doing the best they can. You know, my dad's still driving trucks. My mom's at the hospital 24-7 with my brother. There was nobody there with me, you know, until my brother at the time's girlfriend started staying. Like she would come and look out for me. And my I have an older sister too, but she was like paying bills, living outside the house. She was doing what she had to do, you know. So my brother's girlfriend would come and like look out for me, make sure I was all right. And uh, I still ended up getting wrapped up with the older kids up the street. They were smoking weed and doing whatever the fuck they were doing. And, you know, they thought it'd be cool. Like, hey, man, just fucking hit the weed. I was, yeah. like, I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, like there's nobody watching me. Well, fast forward a little bit. My brother finally fucking gets home. You know, I'm like kind of on the edge of like finding myself. Like, what am I doing? You know, right when he gets home, uh, his his ex-girlfriend at that time, she ended up killing herself. And that was the one that was there watching me. The entire what? Time. Oh, no. Fuck. Yeah. So over what? She was just wrapped up in it, dude. Yeah. She, she couldn't she couldn't figure her shit out. You know, I was getting loaded. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I wish I had like an exact yes or no answer, or like right. maybe I could have been there, or I couldn't have been there, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so it's just one of those situations where that was like, boom, bombshell hits me, and I'm trying to fucking figure out how to deal with my brother, and I'm trying to figure out how to deal with this, and my family life is just, they're doing the best they can. You know what I mean? They're trying to fucking hold it together. Right. So things keep going, things <clears> keep going, and, uh, you know, I'm that kind of kid that I'm flying under the radar, you know, I'm the younger one, my brother's hurt, so... I'm miserable, though. Fucking miserable every day. And I don't know why. I'm not comfortable in my own skin. I don't know how to fucking figure out who I'm supposed to be, you know. So I start finding ways to get out of that misery. You know, my parents drink beer all the time. They got a liquor cabinet. Why not take some of it, you know. I started taking fucking vodka and mixing it with chocolate milk. Yeah. Sick ass fool. It was terrible. But the, the grown-ups are doing it. That's how they get out of their fucking feels. So I'm going to try the same goddamn thing. You Dude, you, were you trying to make white Russians? I didn't even know what that was at the time. I was just like, I like chocolate I milk. I like chocolate <laughs> milk. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like chocolate milk, and this looks cool. <laughs> Dude, me and I had, at the time, my brother was 10, so I was 12, 11 or 12, and I had stolen a half gallon of Bowman's vodka, which is like low, it's like Popov. You know what I mean? It's like Popov of the, of the South. And fucking, we were like, we're going to drink white Russians. And I, this is the first time I ever got him drunk, and we were mixing milk with straight vodka, and it was disgusting terrible and terrible. he's yakking in the toilet and i'm he's like you're the best brother ever and i'm like in my head i'm just like i'm the biggest piece of shit ever <laughs> and then i got him high like fucking a week later and i contributed to what that kid ended up getting into but it's so funny that chocolate milk and yeah. vodka was so, your first so basically you, you like uh black russians Yes. <laughs> I'm cultured. Yeah. Don't you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Didn't know who we were dealing with, gents. How, how old Sick were you? Ass. You so might have already said I was doing the... I was crazy. probably like 12. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. And then uh, that tasted like fucking ass, yep. you know? Sure. And so I would wait. And like I didn't really realize like my mannerisms of my behaviors or what they were. I wouldn't know them until later on when I got with people that could help me address these kind of things. I would wait till my brother leave to go to physical therapy. I would go in his room and he had 
fucking pills. They were all kinds of like muscle relaxers and shit. Oh, and I would God. just take as many as I could in my hands and fucking scoot on out, you know? Well, my theory on it was if I would eat fucking a handful of these ones and a handful of these ones, I'd be fucked up and I wouldn't have to go to school the next day. Wouldn't have to deal with people, wouldn't want to see anybody. Right. Well, nobody knew what the fuck I was doing, but I was taking so many pills, I was blacking out, like aggressively blacking out. <laughs> and like, I remember one time my mom, I, I got up and I was like, oh, I don't feel good. And she was like, all right, go lay back down. And then the next thing I know, I'm waking up to my bedroom door, just boom, right in the top of my head. I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, why are you laying there? I didn't even know I got there. Like, I would literally take, like, 12, 13 of these, 10, 11 of these, and fucking Wigan. see what the fuck happened. Yeah, right. I don't know. I was a little kid, you know? I know. So, from there, it kind of, they eventually caught me. They're like, what the fuck are you doing with these pills? And I was like, oh, nothing. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. They're not mine. Yeah. They belong exactly. to Billy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, I kept doing that for a little while, and then uh, I hit middle school. By the time I hit middle school, I was already acquainted with weed. I was already acquainted with pills. And I had homies that were way fucking older than me. They kind of knew who I was, and I was the little brother. You know what I mean? Right. I was that one that, like, hey, don't tell your brother we're doing this, but, like, right. this is the get down of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my brother, like, has always looked out for me. You know what I mean? But, you know, he did the best he could, and we both grew up with a certain mindset. You know? We're mm-hmm. extremists. Like, anything we do, we end up fucking pushing it to the limit. And I feel like that's big in a lot of the culture with what you guys are dealing with every day. And, like... Mm-hmm. You just grow up like that. You know, right. you don't know how to find that limitation that it's like, oh, this is cool and safe or <laughs> it isn't. No, let's like, ramp it up. You know? Yeah. So I end up getting into middle school. I end up being that guy that knows how to get the weed. I end up being that guy that knows how to get the pills. And like people would start asking me for shit. And I was like, oh, all right. You know, let's see where this goes. And like older people are like, fuck it. You're making us money. Like keep doing what you're doing. And I got wrapped up in that, you know, and. I was kind of one of those kids where I was just like a shithead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I walked around. I had that leather jacket. I fucking smoked cigarettes. I was into punk rock. But I also knew a bunch of gangbangers. So it was like... Don't fuck with f- me either. Yeah, where the fuck did I fit in? Uh, you know? No, it was still like... Hey, bro, you were hella diverse. Bro, culture. <laughs> hella. Hey, do you remember the first time you smoked weed? Yes, I do. Was it in a culvert? It was in a, it was in a uh, cul-de-sac. In a cul-de-sac. Okay. Because yeah. C words. <laughs> All of us, I mean, we. I smoked weed. My first time smoking weed was underneath um, a walkway bridge, mm-hmm. somewhat culvert. And then, you know, Ian was on the show. What about you, Uh Mine was on my, I had this best friend growing up named Kurt. And Kurt's mom was, like, always partying. And I stayed at his house every weekend. And him and Alan G came over the house and I smoked on the back deck for the first time. I'll never forget. I hit it like three or four times and fucking, I was like, I don't feel nothing. And then I was staring up at the street light that was on and I just zoned in on that. So fucking hard. And I was like, Oh, I'm high. (laughs) And I was like, I don't ever want to not feel like this. (laughs) I didn't see I had, I smoked it for the first time and I was like, uh, paranoid immediately. Right. Yeah. yeah, I was in I was in Brooklyn. We was like on a stoop. Nah, I was <laughs> nah, I was in the top of um uh what was it? I think it was the pink houses. We were on top of the pink houses and we were just like smoking blunts and it got passed to me and I was like Okay. <laughs> I was like twelve or thirteen. I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> We're doing this. Hit it like a cigarette a couple times, passed it, never saw it again. <laughs> never saw it again. <laughs> like, man, he don't know what the fuck he's doing with this. Get that Dutch back, bro. It's yeah. always it's always a funny topic because, I mean, for me, I know, and, and you know, just like all of us, our, our behaviors is what led us to, you know, the drug addict and the things that we've done before. But it's always that clear memory the first time you ever... You know, unless you're going out there and smoking crack for the first time, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody starts with the gateway drug, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, and I, I'll never, ever forget the first time I smoked weed. Yeah. yeah. Never. It was actually, I remember the, the kids down the street, they were real big, like, Motley Crue and Metallica fans. Fuck yeah. I mean? okay, they were like a couple years older than me. And they're like, I was like, I legit was wearing a fucking Harry Potter t-shirt. They're like, <laughs> we're going to make this kid cool. Like, oh, fuck. All right, guys, here we go. Like, <laughs> wearing a Harry Potter shirt. Fucking real talk. High man. as a kite in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what's crazy? you know what's crazy? Like nowadays everybody just thinks like MGK is fucking like. The coolest. MGK is the, the Motley Crue. You know, like right. they don't, like oh, they don't know, the oh. the like they don't the know. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? That's like they don't know. Movie. Yeah. It's yeah. a solid movie, but they don't know that f- fucking he played Tommy Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, watch Tommy and, and Pam. You'll and find out who Tommy Lee is. <laughs> He's kind of like a big deal. That's a miracle video right there. Okay. <laughs> Tommy, and Pam, Tommy and Pam are trendsetters. You know what I mean? Right. Tommy and Pam. <laughs> they really are. Goddamn. <laughs> well, well beyond their, before their time. Oh, <laughs> Dustin idolized them. I did. I really did. There's nothing wrong with that. No. So did you, real quick, did you grow up listening to like hair metal and shit? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Did really. you have long hair as a kid? <laughs> no, never. Never. I've always, always had a shaved head. Oh, okay. Besides, when I was a kid, I had like a little kid mullet. I had a little kid mullet, then a ducktail. Then a duck. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah you know Fuck yeah. Dog. I had I a bowl out, cut until sixth grade. I was born in 81, dog. You know yeah. the deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was Billy Ray Cyrus. But uh, I think. It can break your heart. Honestly, when uh, <laughs> I think. I, I know when my parents got divorced, um, that's when things went really sideways for me. But I remember mm-hmm. just. I always wanted a shaved head. And I thought because it was the whole persona of like, you know, tough, you know short hair you know i would watch these like old prison movies and shit and you know that's who i wanted to portray i was like some big fucking tough guy mind you i was the skinniest motherfucker out you know what i mean right. oh, i get it dude mess and with me mess with the whole trailer park and, brother yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then go figure like i shaved my head so much by the time i was 18 i started to grow my hair back out and i was thin as fucking already receding somebody <laughs> one, one person i was like 18 i had this job doing pest control and the guy's like God damn, it looks like you got two coal sacks on your head. I said, okay, yep, shaving it again. It's That'll gone. burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't start, I didn't start bicking my head until I got out of crash. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Our, our friend that does hair, Amber Lee, she's like, yeah, it's time to it's time to go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, just let it go. <laughs> Be gone. <right>. Be gone. <laughs> no, this I, guy. Hey, I'll I'll get on like a you know a vacation or like a lazy streak. You know what I mean? I'll let it I'll let it grow out for like a week. I'll be like, I don't know, I don't know. At least, like, I might be able to. She just looks at me. She goes, "If you don't knock it the fuck off, don't ever grow your fucking hair back out." Hey, nowadays, Dustin's got dance floor in the front, party in the back. With the floor, right? <laughs> yeah. dance right. floor in the hey, front. if I grew if I grew my hair out, I would look like straight crusty the clown dog. Yeah. Oh the no, the sides are full. Right, you know, what I mean? <laughs> them boys come in guaranteed full and fucking wavy, but the top is gonna be really rough. I don't know. Hey, Alicia. I grow my hair back out 
<laughs> she said absolutely. She said absolutely not. <laughs> I heard absolutely. Thank you for chiming in. Yeah. <laughs> Gloria. So you're fucking getting, you're fucking moving and grooving now. You're in high school. Fucking people are coming to you. You're fucking still connected, but you're fucking just still out of place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I was making a lot of fucking friends, but I was never fucking friends with myself. If, you know Oof. what I mean? That's one of those things God where damn. like, God damn, you I just hit that on the fucking head. Hey, I could be in a room full of a hundred fucking people and just be completely out of place. And it, it was just one of those things where I did to it. To this day. Right? To this, to this day. day. Constantly got to work yeah. on that shit. Yeah. Like, constantly. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where it's because growing up, I, I, I got wrapped up into drugs so quickly mm. and a culture where I was always trying to be this image I thought I should be that I never took the time to fucking stop and get to know who I was. You know right. what I mean? You, you broke your spirit. I broke my spirit. I 100%. fucking crushed my spirit. Yeah. I, I didn't want my spirit. You know what I mean? Because I thought that, like, through my brother getting hurt and through, like, the, that kind of breaking our family and, like, other people I know becoming this image of, like, a bad, tough guy that, like, didn't give a fuck was who I was supposed to be. So that, like, that little kid that was, like, right on, like, I was, like, I don't want you. I don't need you. I don't got time for you. I'm going to do whatever I can to suppress you. And then it became a point to where I, was, I just had this huge fucking hole all the time. Every day that I didn't know how to get rid of. And so I was throwing everything I could at it. You know right. what I mean? By the time I was 15, Oxycontin was booming. It was mm. everywhere, mm. you know? And it was another one of those situations where I ran into some older kids. They're like, hey, check this out, you know? And they're already they're already breaking it down. They weren't taking pills like they should, you right. know? And I was already had that mentality where I was like, well, you're not going to fucking scare me away. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> so, please. Yeah. I ain't the one. <laughs> right. And I remember, you know, I remember till this day, the fool that I was like homies with, mm -hmm. he, he, it was that one kid that like anything could go down at his house. Like, oh, yeah. It wasn't even like the parents were cool with it. It was they weren't fucking present. And like it was just a fucking ruckus there all the time. And I remember me and him like making eye contact. We're like, all right, we're going to try this. But if I get too bad, I'll stop you. Or if you, if I get too bad, you stop me. If right. you get too bad, I'll stop you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's a solid theory in, in mind. You yeah. Know? yeah. So we go, we end up doing what we doing he gets like fucking crazy sick and he's like this is a terrible idea and i was like you're a fucking pussy i'm going back i want some more you know like, <laughs> <laughs> that fucking that, that was that right out the fucking yeah. window yeah. you're a fucking pussy <laughs> <laughs> clearly you can't hang i'm not giving up on this it's doing something hey hey but what happened if was one person no you're a fucking cunt shut up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do some push-ups jack push up you ever heard of a goddamn burpee yeah <laughs> That's solid as fuck. And you know what that's called? The disease talking. That's I mean, fact. literally, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking, that is the disease. Because you know what? That, it, you know, the kid probably wanted to fucking, uh, you know, not use or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so maybe he, that's kind of one of those things where well, maybe he wasn't even an addict or the disease hasn't caught up to him yet. You know what I mean? But yours was like loud and proud and fucking <laughs> not going I'm away. here, homie. <laughs> Stop being a little bitch. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. We need more. Right. Buckle now. Up. Yeah. 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 So that was it, you know, and uh, I kind of, at that point, I got to be in the person where it was like, I was never good at spelling. I was never good at school, but I learned that I could fucking talk. You know what I mean? I learned to get comfortable talking and moving and grooving and, and shooting the shit with fools. And right. so it got to the point to where it was like, I'm kicking it with these cats, but this fool's making the money. So I'm, I'm going to holler at him real quick, you know? And I started making these progressions. And like, in my mind, the worse you were, the more I wanted to be your road dog. 
I wanted to see what you were doing, how you were getting down, and like I wanted to, I wanted to peep game from all these OGs. You know what I mean? I wanted right. to, I wanted to pick up what was coming off the fucking street because I still didn't feel like I was aggressive enough. I still didn't feel like I was mean enough. I still felt super insecure and uncon- like uncontrollably uncomfortable in my own fucking skin. You know, all these OGs, all these gangsters, they were calm, cool, and collective all the time. You know, mm-hmm. like I thought that's what I fucking wanted. So throughout the years, I just progressively started getting wrapped up in worse and worse shit. You know, <laughs> I started seeing things that like my morals coming from like a blue collar family. I was like, you know, it's, fucking not right but like this is how shit's getting down you know by 17 18 i'm already smoking meth shooting heroin and fucking riding around with people that are toting fucking bangers and like ready to fucking ride till the wheels fall off kind of shit you know right. and i'm fucking 18 you know like still with the mentality of like a fucking that 12 year old kid from when my brother got hurt just like trying to fit in you know that was that was like the extreme of it all it's like where the fuck do i fit on this food chain and, uh, you know, it just kept going on like that for years. Well, shit, if you if you really look at it, like, you were trying to fit in with your family. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't fit in with your family. Like, you were there trying to fit in, like, trying to figure out where you fit in with your family in the whole dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. your family dynamic was kind of like, you know, dad's always riding, right? Mm. And your mom is taking care of your brother. Right. So, like, you don't have somewhere to fit in right so you're constantly searching for that so like even when you're like out there you know doing what you're doing you're still trying to find that family dynamic Mm -hmm. and shit like that but you just can't figure it out so it's kind of like you ever seen like those those kids they have like or that little toy with the fucking little star you'll see that soon yes the the star and you're trying to like shove it in Uh shove it in but you just can't figure it the fuck out you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I could side with that. Yeah, Definitely. For sure. Yeah, I was the same exact way. Like, but I didn't have the same family dynamic, but I was just constantly, I just wanted fucking to find a place to be. Mm. And, like, I couldn't. Like, I hung out with fucking so many groups of people, and none of them ever fucking showed me any love. But I was just so desperate for that fucking attention, and the only thing that fucking made it better was fucking getting loaded. Right. 100%. Because yeah. no matter what anybody or everybody else said, the drugs were always going to come back to me. You know? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're always, they always gave a fuck about me. The drug dealer always loved me, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I brought him some fucking money, you know what yeah. I mean? Get I brought, in here, Jesse. Yeah, I sold my goddamn soul to the guy and for what, you know? A 40 sack. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, my problem escalated pretty quickly when I was pretty young. And so my, my parents noticed, like, that I was having really weird behaviors. So around, like, 16, I remember uh, I was withdrawn from pills, like, real, real bad. And I had like a little sack of bud and they, they took it and they were like, what are you doing with this? We're going to flush it. And I flipped the fuck out, like flipped out. So you like, cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> like started flipping their house. Like motherfuckers, like you think that you can fucking tell me what to do? And they're like, whoa, dude, it's just weed. Like what the fuck? Uh-uh. And I, I, I right then and there just, I was like, you know what? I'm doing fucking pills. Like, I think I got a fucking problem. Like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you guys. Like I have a serious problem. They sent me to rehab first time when I was 16, you know? Obviously, from what I said earlier, that shit didn't take because I was 16 and I got out and guess what? I went right back to the fucking streets where I was kicking it and running amok. And like the people that I knew and like I got into a point to where I would just be walking down the street and like homeboys like, hey, what's up? What's up, dog? Like, what are you doing? 
oh, I just got out of rehab, you know, like, all right, you know, cool, cool, like, getting your life together, I'm gonna go hit this fucking dope pipe real quick, like, you wanna go? And, like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. yes, I, mean, I do, like, exactly, yeah. you know, it's one of those sayings, and it, this is always, always stuck it with me, you, you kick it in a barbershop long enough, you're gonna get your motherfucking haircut, yeah, you know, and that's a principle that follows you through many factors in life, yep, you know, mm-hmm. you wanna kick it with people that are into academia, that's what you're gonna do, you know, you're gonna get a real smart haircut, you know, you want right. to kick it with tweakers, you're going to get your, I'm still in your recycles haircut. That's just like what it is. Like, or bad. bicycle. Or bicycle, <laughs> yeah. Dude, the bicycle hustle is real in the tweet game. Good oh, God. Oh, in San Diego too, bro. We know somebody that went up a two-story apartment complex in the back patio to get a bike. Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Ozzy. Oh, my God. Yeah, literally. That's that's another one huh? we got to have on the show. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, but, I mean, uh, you're right, though. The The people that you hang... And it was making me think because, like, I I have some great friends, you know, and I was still using when I was, like, associating myself with them. And it didn't really... I didn't stop losing those friends until I started shooting dope. Right. But it's like, man, I wanted to fit in so hard, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to feel a part of, and that's why I did some outrageous things to, like... Hey, I'm here. Right. I'm the skinny guy, but I'll do whatever the fuck, you know. But I had some great friends. And then, uh, um, you know, when I got to the point to where I was at, you know, I said, fuck them, you know. And, and that shit's hard because I've made amends since then. And that shit still weighs on me, even though I released it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you had people that were actually genuinely wanting to be with you and, and liked who, who, who I was for who I was. You know, and then I just said, fuck you. Drugs are more important. You get to a point where it's like, if you're not bringing something to the table, like, get out of my fucking way. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, move it or lose it, kid. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, and I, unfortunately, was also that kid. Like, I ran amok when I was in middle school. So I got that reputation of like, oh, it's just crazy Jesse. Just having a good time. You know, <laughs> Crazy Jesse. In, in middle school, no bullshit. I got cited with instigating riotous activity yes. for fucking kicking with kids. Because I would just do dumb shit. We would, we would have probably like. Snag my drink out the fridge. Cause. Get that drink, that purple drink. It is you purple. Know what I'm oh. Hey, get that wild berry out there, cuz. So we would have like like 30 kids in a circle just screaming, fight, fight, like a brutal fucking fight's going on. The faculty would break us up and there'd be two rocks in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Just dumb <laughs> shit. Yes. Just having fun. Like, I thought it was fun at the time. They ended up not thinking it was so funny. They didn't and, think it was so cool. Because throughout the years. Back. I don't want him to fucking die. Londis. Londis, sorry. Londis, you prick. Grab the Celsius, cuz. Which brings me to our first ad. Spitshine, Wax Corp, S P Y T S H Y N E. Check them out. Spitshine Wax Corp on Instagram. Go hit up our boy and get your fucking bike, get your house, get your boat, get your wife, get it dialed. Sparkly motherfucking clean. It's the orange juice, baby. It's the only thing you need. It puts the wax on the skin or it gets the hose again. Oh, it's going to get the hose again for sure. From sparkly water to spit shine, bro. bro we're <laughs> forever repping spit shine. Shout out Terry. Yeah, my yo. Celsius is in the fridge. Sure. I'm hella not. Elise, bro, I put one in there. No. Oh shit. Bro, you're hella preg. Dude, you're hella preg. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome, B-Graph. All right. Yeah, clearly, I will yeah, tell listen. me something. I don't know. Do not make eye contact right now, okay? Especially in, in the eyes of... She's Jeez. nesting. 
She is nesting. She's nesting. She is nesting. <laughs> and I was telling Dustin, it's the goddamn wild look at, kingdom. Look in the here. freezer, homie. Cats. Random ass cats walking around. Look at this guy. These are big ass house oh, cats, too. Frozen. No way. Yes, yeah, fuck yes. Yeah, you put it in the freezer. I did put it in the freezer two and a half hours ago. And it's frozen. Hey, super don't trip. I'll hold it. I got that hot, hot heat, baby. Yeah, boy. Damn, that's really cold. <laughs> just hold it. Hey, just put this on top of your, your motherfucking oven, cuz. Put it on top of the oven. Hey, put that can in your microwave. I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, he, folks, he's going to go for It'll it. It'll be the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a Ukraine. We got nukes here, baby. <laughs> Why don't any of you guys have eyebrows? It's fucking weird. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Why well, it's going to come out with three arms. Oh, God. The radiation. <laughs> turn this motherfucker! I'll turn this motherfucker into Chernobyl right now. Oh shit! <laughs> oh boy! All right. So you're fucking. You're that's funny as fuck. And I wish I would have thought about something like that. Fucking circling area. We're gonna get everybody together, and we're just gonna start screaming, "Fight! Fight! Fight!" And then that's fucking ingenious. You know what though? That was like my mentality. I still had this little kid mentality, but then on the side, I was like selling drugs, and like <laughs> fucking doing drugs, and like doing all this weird shit. So it was like, yeah, I did not. Grow up mentally for many fucking years, dude. Right. Yeah. Many fucking years until I gave my body a chance to fucking recover from all the damage that I had done to it. My brain still at times I'll be sitting there like, fuck, why can't I think of that? You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of moments in my life where like I can tell there's probably residual effects from it. But hey, the brain is a muscle like anything else. Work that bitch out. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Permafried. Permafried. <laughs> yeah. So do you get kicked out of high school? Or do you graduate? Uh, I got kicked out twice. 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 Yes, my yes. fucking cup of tea. <laughs> so uh, the first time I get it, I'm out of there. I'm in homeschool doing my fucking thing. And uh, I start to get my shit together. I had gotten out of rehab and I was like trying to keep it cool. I was trying to like, you know, keep the parents appeased, make fucking little waves as possible. Right. So through that process, uh, I end up fucking getting let back into the original school right. that I was at. God. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that is not how you speak into the microphone, bro. Yeah, yeah. dude. Why are you interrupting him? <laughs> I'm going to mute him. He's muted. Uh-huh. Don't even worry about it. Mm. Loser. Rafa's is over here making a side. Oh, so anyway, I'm fucking, uh, they let me back into the high school. I'm cool. I'm chilling. And then like my boys that are the same age as me that are fucking around running amok there, like we're running together, you know, like, like again, like-minded individuals. If you're like-minded with negative fucking people, that's who you're kicking it with. If you're like-minded with positive people, that's who you're going to fucking kick it with. And I yeah. was very like-minded with a scene of people that were already gang affiliated. You know, at our high school, you could not wear certain colors. You know what I mean? And it was just, A, they wouldn't let you, and B, if you did, it was going to fucking pop off, like, for a fact. And then I got kicked out again because I'm kicking it with the fools that are beating people up, getting caught selling drugs, and doing all the fucking dumb shit, you know? So I go back to homeschool, and, uh, you know, I'm actually really grateful for the teachers that I had from there because uh, one was this 
old lady. Shout out to Bonnie. Uh, mm. you know, wherever you wherever are, you Bonnie. Are, Bonnie. <laughs> she was just a sweet old lady, and she would show up at my parents' house. Oh, I, Bonnie. She's a fucking major fan, dude. Right that, on. You know what? <laughs> fucking jabroni. Do you want to be muted, too? Bonnie fucking goes, all right? <laughs> yeah, Bonnie fucking goes. Uh, so she would show up, and I'd be chain really smoking Marble Reds. <laughs> Do you hear yourself? <laughs> Say something. <laughs> <laughs> it's been another episode of the LFG 1904 show. <laughs> Turn my mic on. You got something to say, Rafa? Raise your hand. <laughs> He's hitting buttons. You got something to say? Raise your hand. Uh, uh, yes. Okay, he has something to what say. What the hell? Oh, okay. welcome Go back, back Rafa. We ready to act right? <laughs> I got this shit unlocked, cuz. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm over it now. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What now, Elise? People want to listen to how annoyed you are. People want to? Yeah, I think that's like why they enjoy it. They're like, oh, how annoyed is Brendan going to get today from Rafa? Like, they enjoy that. I'm pretty sure. Because I know I'll be again. laughing at the And then fucking Brendan can't stand oh, it. I'll be God. laughing in the car so hard about how fucking annoyed Brendan is. It's it's pretty good. I you guess. know what? I'm offended for you right now, dog. Thank okay. You. Do you see All what right. I have to fucking deal with on a regular basis? Hey. If it's not Rafa making wah wah sounds or fucking you smoking crack, I got fucking Elise in the background. <laughs> well, let me tell you about fucking blah 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 blah. And I'm from Arbe. 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 I, I, I love your fucking episode, by the way. Arbe. And, and just so you know, those aren't tears in his eyes. He's sweating a little bit. It's not a big deal. Like leave him alone. All right. Let me live, bro. You're done. Back in purgatory with you. This motherfucker, it's funny now until you got something to say. I'm going to let you go the whole time and you won't even notice that you're not even, it's not even being recorded. No, no, I'm just You sure? Yeah, I'll stop. Shenanigans. I'm calling fucking hey, shenanigans. You're on Monad, homie. Oh! oh! Bench time? Finish him. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to jump into it. So anyway, Please, it. Please fucking, fucking do. Just keep it going. Yeah. So we continue doing what we do, right? As a kid, I'm fucking running amok. I get out of high school. Somehow I graduate with a fucking degree. Thank you for those homeschool teachers. They were a blessing in disguise knowing how to deal with like a knucklehead like me. You know? Right. Wow, that's amazing. It's fucking a miracle is what it is, you know, because, that you know, you don't realize it, but like catching a diploma or something like that or your GED as soon as possible. At that time, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't know what it was. But later on in life, I'm like fuck this thing came in handy, you know, going for job interviews or dumb shit like that. But at that age, so I'm doing the same shit for years and years and years. My habit is getting worse and worse and worse. And I get to the point to where that family that I'm always trying to be a part of, like Ruffo was saying, doesn't want a fucking thing to do with me anymore. You know what I mean? For multiple reasons. And like at the time, I always took offense to it. At the time, it was like, like, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to put down. I'm trying to I'm trying to do what I got to do. Like, I'm just trying to live. And for my mom, and she told me this many times, she was like, you are going to bring drama to this house that we can't fucking deal with. Like, mm. she's already dealing with my brother, who's a fucking quadriplegic. You know, my dad is working, trying to make a living for them. And I'm fucking kicking it with gang members and drug dealers and people that are bringing drama that I fucking shouldn't be involved with in the first place. So, you know? so where, where? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where where are you, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> he found out the switch. <laughs> hey, so where where are you at with the? Where are you at with like your drug use? Like, so you were like pills, 
weed, alcohol, like. So by the time I was 19, I was an aggressive IV user of heroin and methamphetamine. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I was every day had to have it. And uh, I was one of those people where I wanted them both. You know mm. what I mean? I was, I was, they called them like goofballs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, oh. a, Ooh. I was a fucking goofball fiend. And my problem was, it's like with the meth, I don't like coming down. Nobody likes coming down, right? Nobody. It's the worst yeah. fucking feeling in life. So what do you do? You don't fucking come down. And then <laughs> <laughs> just stay, just stay up high. There, <laughs> stay up as long as you can. And then next thing you know, you're fucking manic as fuck doing like random shit, throwing rocks through people's windows. Fighting shadow people, taking apart radios, there. taking apart radios, <laughs> stealing a huffy, <laughs> stealing a huffy, dude. Fucking uh, Dustin taught me this term. We were out fishing with Londis actually, and he's like, "I was like, man, how are we gonna see anything? I'm gonna have to hold my fucking phone." He's like, "Oh no, I got my tweaker beacon." I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> my tweaking beacon." Oh my god, I had a fucking good laugh on that one. That's yeah. the little headlamps for all y'all that don't know. Hey, who wants this chicken? I know you do. You want some? Yeah, I'll take some. Okay, so we're tweaking on the weekend. <laughs> we're tweaking all day long. We're tweaking God. all yeah. day long. So it, yeah, it pretty much became one of those things where that was my regular thing was cop whatever I needed, get well and fucking run amok. If you had recyclables, I was gonna fucking steal them. Like, yeah. If you were an older homie and you had a mission, let me know. Like I'm gonna go fucking do it. You know I'm what I mean? Down. Exactly. And uh, I got to a point to where like I was shot out fucking. Way to buck nothing wet, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I just had this reputation of, like, hey, he's fucking about it, you know? And, like, I was kicking it with, like, fools that were, like, doing whatever they were doing, like, big time. But then I was also kicking it with, like, your two-teeth fucking tweakers that were noodle grooving through the weekday. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that shit was just, like, my go-to. I knew people on different levels. And, like, um, I heard you guys say it on, like, other shows. You know, I felt comfortable in those, like, those grimy fucking areas and like absolutely yeah you know it was like my self-worth was down there so being around them like they didn't give a fuck who you were what you're doing you know what i mean like and you know you know the kind of tweakers that have like like a jack-o'-lantern teeth you know what yeah. i mean they 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 were very willing to teach you shit but you don't realize they're also stealing your shit at the same time you know so as i'm like kicked out from my family i'm living in my truck i'm still doing things i think i'm doing all right well, these fools start robbing me because they fucking see that I'm staying up for weeks and like passing out for days and doing all this different shit. And then me being me, like I got robbed. I don't know who just got me. I'm getting everybody that was in my vicinity, you know, and I start fucking making all these moves towards all these people. And then I start making all these fucking like random enemies. And my life just started spiraling downhill like a fucking nuclear missile. You know what I mean? And uh, it got to the point to where like my family would not see me, but I would still pester the fuck out of them, you know? And uh, I remember it was pouring rain in the middle of winter in Sacramento. And, like, Sacramento winters are cold as fuck. Sacramento summers are hot as fuck. So living in your truck for, like... The summer sucks. Oh, and the winter sucks, you know? And I had been in my truck for fucking however long, dude. Probably about a year straight at this point. And uh, I remember knocking on my parents' door. And I was like, can I come in? And they're like, no, get the fuck out of here. Kick rocks. Like, what are you doing here? You know? And my mom shut the door. She slammed the motherfucking door because my mom is a very, like, short but proud woman. You know what I mean? She don't take <laughs> no shit from fucking nobody. And then all of a sudden she opens the door again. She's like, are you hungry? And I was like, yeah. And she throws a loaf of bread at me. She's like, well, fucking eat that and then deal with it. And I was like, all right, cool. Go. And I sit in my truck, which was out of gas, in front of their fucking house. You know, she comes out later on that night and she knocks on the door. She's like, hey, you can come inside. 
but here's the deal. You call a fucking treatment center right now. I was like, all right, you know, by this time I'd already been in jail a couple of times. I'd already had a record. I had no course, no idea what I was going to do with my life. I had nothing, you know? So I went inside and I legit, one of those like fucking 12, 1 a.m. fucking infomercials. Do you want to change your life? Pops up. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'll just call it to make her happy. You know what I mean? They fucking picked up. And they were like, what can we do to help you? Oh, damn. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. So kind of called my bluff on that one. I didn't really expect (laughs) it to happen. (laughs) Was it the one... uh, where the, the in the ad they're like, I used to be a drug addict and now I'm not. Was it no, visions or no, uh, fuck that. that's Malibu passages? passages. Yeah, <laughs> no, I used to no. be a drug addict. We and to, now I'm not. That guy died. Clown. Oh, RIP, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> like we used to clown he on died? that because that way yeah. people would act. Really? Yeah, he really wow. died. No shit. Hey, he was a drug addict. Now he's not. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, we are really going to fucking hell. Good, good, We're so god <laughs> but it gets good ratings. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. It's fucking. It's promiscuous. It gets the people going. Well, it is what it is, though. You know what I mean. That's the fact of the matter. Yeah. Yeah. You fuck around, you're gonna find out. Mm-hmm. So they answered, and then what happened? So they answered, and uh, the lady told me she's like, "Well, what are you doing? What's your situation? You know?" And I, <laughs> I gave her the rundown. Yeah. And like. Through all of this, like when my brother first got hurt, I should have mentioned this, like they started medicating me with pills. They put me on like a low dose form of Xanax, which I was hooked on. And so I started telling her about that. And I started telling her about like my meth use and my heroin use and I'm an IV user. She's like, well, you're going to need a medical detox because benzodiazepines, you can have seizures coming off of them. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Like she says, we're going to send you to this place. It's in Las Vegas. How do you feel about that? Never been to Vegas. I was like, fucking send it, dude. All right, cool. Yeah. Like, uh, all I, get I know enough. <laughs> in my mind, I'm seeing slot machines and like hookers. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, this is going to be amazing. You know? like, <laughs> so I'm talking to them and then uh, my mom, because they would not let me use their house phone unless it was monitored because they were afraid I was going to call Connect or something. Sure. She fucking chimes in and she's like, well, hold on. She's like, we have a family vacation. It's a camping trip. We go on every year. It's in like three days. Can you guys get him in after that camping trip? And I'm like, that's fucking weird. All right. You know, and the lady's like, we'll make something happen. And so I go on this camping trip and it was a fucking intervention. It was a straight up intervention. Like all my family goes here every year to have a good time. And they all sat down and it was a late night campfire session. And they're like, what are you fucking doing? Mm. Like, look at your older brother. Look what happened to him. And you're doing the same fucking shit, putting your parents through the same fucking thing every goddamn day. And Look at you, you know, like, are you proud of what you're doing? Are you proud of yourself? Do you have a plan? And like, they weren't trying to harp on me. They were saying it because I was hurting all of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we hurt the ones closest to us. Oh, right? yeah. That's yeah. a fucking fact. How old were you yeah. at this point? I was 23. Getting okay. ready to turn 24. And was your brother there? No. Uh, unfortunately, because of his injury, he can't travel much. Okay. You know, um, he and I also were butting heads because even though I, in my mind, I was trying to follow in his footsteps, he couldn't believe what I was doing. You know, I was, I had stolen from my parents. I had stolen from him. I, you know, like I had fucking, the people that are closest to me were the easiest targets. And so mm-hmm. I would take from them trying to get myself well. And in my mind, I'm like, well, I can replace it one day or I'll fix it one day. And it was like, that's just, that's just ridiculous insanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
I'm at this intervention and uh, I remember everybody talks up to me and like some of it made sense. You know, I'm still pretty stubborn. I'm still very like walled off to like, they're just trying to throw love at me and I'm just, I can't even fuck love myself at this point. So it's like, all right, cool. I hear you. I hear you. Like, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see if I'm fucking alive by 30, you know, like that kind of mentality. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. you know, I'm gonna ride this little fucking wheels fall off. Yeah. Like I am who I am. And like, I've done what I've done. And like the streets made me this, like, fuck you guys. You and that's know. my family. You know what yeah, I mean? Like right. the people that are coming to me with love, I'm coming back with this is like, I'm a stone faced motherfucker. Like, no dude, I'm a fucking big ass, squishy, sensitive motherfucker on the inside. I just can't fucking find myself yet. You know? Yeah. So they have this intervention and they all walk away except for one of my cousins. And she walks up to me and she's like, so what are you going to do when you go to Vegas? And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm going to go to fucking treatment again. I'm going to try rehab again. She's like, are you going to go back to your block? Are you going to go back to your neighborhood? I was like, well, I don't know anything else. Like I legit, I didn't know how big the fucking world was because I was so stuck in the neighborhood that I was in. You know what I mean? Like I got my tattoo. I earned my ink. I did all my shit. And I was so stuck in this neighborhood that I didn't realize I fucking been stuck in 15 blocks in the whole world, you Mm -hmm. know? So going to Vegas was like kind of scary to be honest with you. You know, Mm -hmm. my cousin says, all right, well, like if you come back, I'm gonna love you. you. You know, if you stay in Vegas, I'm going to love you. I just don't want to see you die. But wherever you go, just remember this. Like, you are who you are right now, but they don't know you there. They don't know what you've done or where you've been through or, like, how you are. You can be whoever the fuck you want to be. You know? You can start new. Like, you have this reputation that follows you around back home. You have these people that follow you around back home, but you're stepping away from that. And that really fucking set with me. I was like, because it was the first time in my life where I was like, I didn't feel trapped by this identity that I had created around myself. You know, I had an opportunity to fucking be something else. And like, I just had no idea how the fuck I was going to do that. You know, I didn't even have an idea that like realistically how to approach that. So camp trip ends, we come back and the, the rehab lady, she gets in contact with us and she's like, so I've been talking with my managers and we did some reassessing and I, I brought your case to them. And, uh, we're going to be honest with you. We are not sending you to Las Vegas. That is a <laughs> terrible idea. And I was like, what the fuck dude? And they're like, so, cause Las Vegas was a co-ed rehab. Yeah. Right. I was like winning, winning, winning. I was going <laughs> to Charlie Sheen up in that motherfucker. Tiger blood. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, they're like, we're actually going to send you to an all male rehab in San Diego. And I was like, fucking dicks. dude. Oh, <laughs> like, right. I didn't know what the fuck to think of it. You know what I mean? Hey, real quick, I, before you, your cousin mm-hmm. was spot on, like what he said to you. That's like, I, I literally got chills when, when you're saying that because like, for real, because for him to acknowledge that and to she, know that. Her, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, her, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just, I'm in the moment here. Sorry. Um, but really, dude, do you have a good relationship with her still? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Absolutely I mean, amazing. Dude, yeah. for, for her to say that, because that is so fucking true. Because when I went. Somebody told me something similar when I first went to my rehab in Utah. But I was still chest out, you know what I mean? Big right. fuck. I'm from fucking Dago, motherfuckers. You know right. what I mean? And uh, the the person, and I think this was a girl, though, too, because it was in the first rehab. She said, same thing. Like, you don't have to be this person. Like, you're in a whole new area where you can go inside the supermarket and nobody knows who the fuck you are. Right. You know, and it's it fucking stuck with me, so it's great. It would have spot on thing for your cousin to say to you. And, you know, like, it's just one of those remarkable things that, like, the older I am now, 
like the more I appreciate that that was said. And yeah. like at the time, it was like advice. It was just like foreign to me, but it like it just always resonated. You yeah. know, it like stuck with me. Yeah, really cool. So they send me to uh, San Diego. Yeah, and uh, my parents before we leave, I'm like. <clears throat> Oh, I gotta, I gotta fill up my prescription. You know, <laughs> I need my medication. So we go. Like my parents are just doing everything that they can to get me on this fucking plane and not jump out of the fucking car and just run amok in the neighborhood. They get me on the uh, airport. We're walking down the terminal, and right before I get on the plane, my mom and dad both stop me and they look at me and they're like, "Hey, you know, we want to know you, before we say this to you, we love you, but if you can't make this work out there, like, don't call us. Like, you're out there. Like, it's that's it with us. We're done. We're not gonna watch you die." And that's what you're doing. And, and, uh, Fuck. Uh, that's brutal, dude. So brutal. But it was so real. Yeah. You know, and like my dad, like I said, rides bikes. He's a truck driver. He's a fucking oil rigger, blue collar, tough yeah, guy. Big guy. Yeah. Fucking broke him down, man. Goddamn yeah. rough neck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like my mom, a hard ass lady, same thing. You yeah. know, I was broken and I was breaking that. Yeah. Because they didn't know on these months end when I was gone if I was in a fucking ditch. Or if they're going to have to fucking pull me out of jail again. Or what the fuck was going on with me. Mm-hmm. You know. So I shook my head. You know. Fucking took it on the chin and just got on that fucking plane. You know. As I boarded that plane, I dived right into that prescription. And I remember two things of the very first plane ride to San Diego. Mm-hmm. I remember walking on the plane. And then waking up from a blackout and looking at this very nice businessman in a suit next to me. And I was like, where's the fucking drink cart, bro? And he's like, we're about to land. And I was like, fuck you. And I passed back out. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> sure. Why would you wake me up, bro? <laughs> I'm hella thirsty dog. Uh, right. <laughs> so I get to fucking San Diego and uh, the treatment center is very privy to addictive behavior. And they have a guy like right there with a sign I fucking bought some super cheap, like, stun of shade sunglasses. I was like, oh, he'll never know I'm loaded right now, you know? Like, yeah, and right. as, I'm, as I'm walking through the airport with him, he's like, hey, what's that noise, man? I'm like, what's that? And he's like, sounds like you got some Tic Tacs in your pocket there, buddy. It's fucking full ball of pills. Yeah, the old, like, old Rattler. Yeah, you know, fucking Boone County, main call. <laughs> <laughs> I love the wonderful wild whites of West Virginia. Oh, amazing, amazing. Boone County, main call. <laughs> <laughs> so good. See, I'm gonna go buy these ten green beans. I'm gonna go down the road down yonder, and I'm gonna flip them, and I'm gonna take them <laughs> green beans, and we gonna get high. Oh, dude, that movie is a quintessential fucking landmark film, right? There. Straight <laughs> up. So they get me to the fucking rehab. You know, I'm coming down off meth, fucking loaded off heroin, about to fucking withdraw balls, about to come off some benzos, and uh, you know, what I mean, the guy. I was from Sacramento, you know what I mean? Gotta stay blinged out out there. You know, oh I got my, my god. I got my motherfucking chain, I got my fucking watch, got my fucking triple XL tall tee and some fucking sneakers, you know, weighing like 112 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Styling. Yeah. Fucking flossing, dude. So he's like, All right, well, you know, let me let me get all your stuff. Let me put it in a bag for you. I don't remember any of this. Right. I don't remember walking in that fucking front door. You know, the next thing mm-hmm. I know is I'm coming to some dude that's fucking my roommate apparently and i'm like what's up you know like classic like mentality like what's up like feeling him up like hey what's up dog like who are you what's the get get down you know and he was like super nice he's like hi i'm so-and-so you know like i'm like like, all right cool cool like this ain't gonna be a problem and I this ain't gonna be a problem (laughs) yeah guess what i'm gonna be taking your shit right (laughs) any soups bro what's up (laughs) i fucking look around and, and my watch is gone 
chain is gone and all my shit's gone. And I'm like, oh, I remember this. So I'm like, hey, what's up, dog? Where's my shit at? You know, I started like like puffing <laughs> up at him. He's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'll help you look for it, though. You know, like classic shit. We'll find it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have it. My room doesn't have it. And so my mentality, I'm in a place I don't know with a bunch of fucking people I don't know. I'm like, I just got robbed. And I start going around <laughs> this fucking brand new treatment center. And I'm like, who's got my shit? <laughs> like fucking yoking up on like, and like everybody there is like, what the fuck? They're in like group. You know what I mean? And I'm just wiling out. And all of a sudden the dude that brought me in there is like, you gave it to me, you dumbass. And I was like, oh, fuck my bad. Like, <laughs> no, I never did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm at this treatment center. I do my 30 piece there and, uh, I'm slowly starting to come out of my fucking fog. You know what I mean? Slowly. And I'm like still plotting and scheming. Like when I get home, I'm going to do this. When I get did home, you I'm detox there? I did detox there. Ugh. Yes. Oh. It was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking get to the point where I'm getting close to graduating. Right. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I, they give you like two counselors where I was at. And um, I made a promise to my mom before I left. She was like, just be honest with them. She's like, if you, if you hate me or something, tell them you hate me. I was like, oh, I love you, mom. Shut up. You know, like, <laughs> not about you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, just be honest with them. And I told them my get down, you know, mm-hmm. and the counselors were like, we cannot let you go home. We don't want you to go home. Just please don't go home. And I was like, fuck you, bro. Macramento. Like, all day. like that was like my lifestyle, you know? Right. Did you say Macramento? Sacramento? Macramento? Oh, Sacramento. No, Macramento, bro. What's Macramento? That's Sacktown, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like RIP, like Mac Dre? Oh, no, but hey. That's a real one right there. <laughs> no, hey, that's a Bay Area legend. Fizzy, yeah. piss face. Yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, what the fuck is Macramento though? Well, uh, Sacramento is a town full of uh, pimping ass culture, my friend. Yeah, Mac Daddies. I'm what you call a Jedi pimp, and the Force is strong. <laughs> oh my God! What the fuck just happened? Let's fucking go. Damn. Damn. Little did I know. Macramento. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm right. a Jedi pimp and the force is strong with me. Hella strong. You hey, dig? Get, uh, thank, thank you, Jesse, because you just gave him a new line. Guaranteed. Oh, straight up. I'm a Jedi pimp. Force is strong with this one. You're from me to you, dog. Oh, you. damn. Thizzy. Uh, Woo! In the nation of Thizlam. Oh, I love <laughs> I love Jesse's so yeah, area. <laughs> oh, that was good. Damn, I needed that. Yeah. Let me grab my drink. Oh, oh shit. shit. This is the way he's talking already, too. Oh, purple See? drink. You know what I'm yeah, like, hey, he's like, fuck your couch. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Motherfucker. That's crazy. Hey, so did they give you anything to come down when you're... Yeah, so they had a whole medical team there, and... uh. Like, depending on what your DOC was, your drug choice, it was like, if you had to come off something medically, they would provide the minimal to wean you off of it. And like, this was a spot where, you know, I mean, I mean, it's in like a three story house and like, it's actually, it was a couple of houses up the street from where your old lady. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You can, you can talk about your treatment. Yeah. Yeah. You can say, where'd you go? Yeah. Uh, It was called Nudon or no, I'm sorry. Which one was this one? Oh, it geez. was one of them. I can't uh, remember the name of yours either, but it was yeah. a, it was a house that was right next to a crash intake. Yeah, because they closed down now. They're not. Uh, well, they changed into like an IOP or something like of that course. now. Yeah. But so anyway, I'm there. I was in a fog, bro. What do you want from me, B-Graph? All right. <laughs> like, Listen, now just keep it Mackie with me, player. <laughs> hey, I, was, I was using my fingers and toes to count stuff. It was a struggle bus. No, no, for sure. So 
I'm there. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. And then uh, this this little kid comes up to me and he's, he's not a kid. He's actually a fucking like adult that had just gone through the treatment center and he's coming back as alumni. And it's a big shout out to Marky. Like if he hears this, he knows who he is. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, he's like, Hey bro, I'm out there. I'm out there playing spades, for fucking cigarettes, running books. Yeah. Doing what I got to do, you know? And, uh, he's like, what are you gonna do when you get out of here? I was like, I don't fucking know, bro. Like, what did you do? You seem like you're doing all right. You're smiling, you know? Right. Like, and he's like, well, I got this place. I'm going to talk to the guy. And, uh, you know, there's only a couple of us, but I want him to come talk to you. You know, you seem cool. And I was like, all right, cool. And the next day, this dude shows up. And uh, he's pretty well known. I'll mention him in a second. But he's like, hey, I've got this house that we're starting out. You know, there's only a few of us there, but there's a bed open if you want it. And I was like, well, I don't know, dude. I was going to go back to Sacramento. You know, and he's like, well, check it out. Pay one month rent. See how you like it out here. It's fucking San Diego. You know what that means? And I was like, no, like I don't, I didn't, you know yeah. what I mean? I didn't know what the fuck, where I was even, you know, I had yeah. no idea how beautiful the city is. And I, he's like, just try it. And, uh, that dude ended up being big Mike. Yeah. That, that brand new place ended up being at Fairmont motherfucking park recovery. That's dude. right. Baby. So you're one of the original first in the first oh, house. I am. I'm one of the very first, like five people that lived in that house. Wow. And, uh, the Rowan house, the Rowan house. No shit. Yep. That's yep. solid as fuck. And it was, uh, Woo, I just got chicken skins right now, baby. Oh. I'm telling you right now, dude. That was a fucking rad time, dude. Dude, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. There was, the only way to say it is miracles happening. Yeah. Like left and fucking right. And that house, the thing that Mike got me with was this. He's like, hey, we're not here to take your money. We're here to be a fucking family first and recover first. And that is what we're going to do together. And we did. Right. Every fucking day. You know what I mean? We went to fucking meetings as a group. Like yeah. We went everywhere as a fucking squad. Right. You know what I mean? And it grew and it grew. And the people that we knew are fucking amazing because they're all trying to do the same fucking thing. So me, being me, super uncomfortable in my skin still, finally has an environment where everybody that I'm with is just as uncomfortable. And everybody that I'm meeting is trying to do the same shit, just fucking figure out how to grow up, right. you know, how to adult. Yeah. And, and first of all, I didn't realize adulting is fucking tedious. There's a lot of fucking <laughs> bills and like monotonous mundane shit. But nowadays I love it. Right. You know, like through that process of Fairmont Park recovery, I was able to look at who Jesse was. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I got to meet amazing people like Dustin. Like I get to fucking have opportunities where down the road, I get to fucking hang out with you guys and, and talking in this microphone, you know, and, um, I'll never forget, like, one of the quintessential memories I have with Dustin is uh, it was a Christmas party, you know, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't go back home. I didn't really have anybody out here, and Dustin and I went to this fucking Christmas party together and just fucking shot the shit, and he's just a genuine, kind-hearted, like, big-hearted fucking dude, and uh, to me, I was like, this fool's gonna be my boy, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, I'm one of those people where you, you might not always see me, but, like, if you're my boy, you're my fucking boy, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. like you need anything I got you kind of shit, you know, and, and him being there for me for that Christmas, that was, that was everything to me, you know? Right. And, um, dude, we had fucking, that was a good day, man. That was a great fucking day. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. We went to uh, a dude and, um, uh, how are you gonna bring his name up? But <clears throat> yeah, we just, we just showed up at a Christmas party. Yeah. And you know, what's fucked up to say there's a lot of people at that house that are not clean. You know what I mean? Or not doing the goddamn deal anymore. 
Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you how fucking recovery works. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remember that day, too. So I, 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 when you were saying it, I was like, what, what is he talking about? But, yeah, we fucking went up there in your Ranger, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Danger Ranger, <laughs> yeah, dog. Sitting on 28 you Rams. Know, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> hey, and that's and I, I just got out, dude. I was just living at Islands. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? I, I fucking just got out of crash. And I was, that was the first, that was my first year of fucking Christmas, you know, doing the same thing that he's talking about. Just mm-hmm. trying to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Shmeedog is still in fucking crash when this is going on. This is this is what's beautiful about this podcast and the, having more people that we know so intimately in our stories is like, oh, wait, where was he at this point? And like, oh, he was still in fucking doing the deal or not. Nah, this one was still getting loaded or like, and it all ties. It's just like many pieces to this fucking big, beautiful picture. And I fuck, I like it. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Well, it's, you know what? And it's, it's a huge blessing and it, because the scene in San Diego is unlike anywhere else and i can say that because i have met people from all over the fucking place san diego is a transplant city and people that come here and they come here to try and make a change in their life they fall into a fucking squad dude a unit of people that like if you're about it you're about it you know that was one of the things that like that was the get down at fairmont park recovery bro Mm. either get with it or get the fuck out still the vibe there point blank and simple and like hey there were some fools that like it was hard but it was like hey dog you gotta go if you're not going to roll with us, then you're in a way you're going to roll against us. And like, we love you, but we will love you from a distance and yeah. you're going to have to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's also some fools where it was like, man, kick rocks. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Like, yeah. You ain't, you ain't running a good program. Get the fuck off. Yeah. El turd burglar over here. Like, <laughs> the scene. Like, uh, so. Straight up. Um, I lived there and, uh, that's the hugest shout out, shout out to Mike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mike and Brent, Mike and Brent for sure. Our dudes that like, foundationally helped me become who I am today. Right. You know what I mean? And like, like I said, dude, the people that I have met, like I keep them fucking, I, I'll fucking once a year reach out or whatever. You know what I mean? Cause these people are fucking people that have made a huge influence on my life and like allowed me to put that Jesse that was in Sacramento on the shelf and right. start to start to grow into something else. You know yeah, what I mean? And, and what you have. And what I have. <laughs> yeah. Like, How long did you live at the house? Uh, so I lived at Fairmont for a year okay and then uh, i ended up moving out um it was just that time you know it always is it was that time so i made that move i moved into another house with like three roommates um the situation didn't really work out you know um and then shortly after i moved in with the girl that is now my fiance damn yeah yeah it's cool man I, I don't know why she puts up with my shit but she does but, but i'm running with it you know what i'm yeah, saying you know, <laughs> talking about cadillac mac, 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 mac <laughs> daddy baby from mac town yeah she hey, macramano i'm from mac town you ready for this she said <laughs> please said, uh, hello miss do you know how much uh, polar bear weighs to break the ice i'm jesse <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right so how the fuck did you get into what you're doing now did you go to school? Did you end up so ever go back to school? I did, and that was where my next step was. Uh, story. So, I transitioned uh, while I was at that house with three roommates. I started going back to school, and I'm gonna tell you right now that for me personally, at least, stepping foot onto a college campus was scarier than when I stepped foot into a fucking jail, because I knew that I knew what to expect there. And when I stepped foot onto a campus, I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, all these fools are educated. Like, they're well dressed. Like. His clothes fit him properly. Like, what the fuck? You know, that's weird, right? <laughs> but I just did what fucking I had learned through the 
program and the group of people that I was associated with at that time to put one foot in front of the other. Right. You know what I mean? Like that was the blessings of what I was learning in my life at that time through Fairmont, Fairmont and like the shit that they teach you and like the obligatory things that you go to there, you know? So I put one foot in front of the other and I found myself in an EMT course and in that EMT course, it was hard. It was a struggle, but Hey, if you can kick dope, you can do anything, bro. You know what I mean? Like, so I fucking graduated that EMT course. Took me a couple times, but I passed it. You know what I mean? (laughs) A little something. (laughs) From there, um, they had a great fire science program. And through there, like, my passion for firefighting grew, you know. And uh, I can say nowadays that I, for the last few years, have been fighting California wildland firefighters. Or California wildland fires. And uh, it's a fucking amazing experience. It's one of those opportunities where the people around you, it's like another brotherhood too. You know what I mean? For sure. And, um, you know, it reminds me of camaraderie and like being a part of something and making a difference. And I I get an opportunity and it's weird because I'm in these situations that are high risk and, you know, you could do the training for it, but you can't train for everything. Yeah. But in these scenarios, I find this innate sense of focus, you know, Cause like all that noise back here, all that fucking, my head's talking, my head's spinning kind of shuts up and I focus on that fucking fire that's right in front of me or that fucking like 300 foot tree that's about to fall down or, you know what I mean? Or like my boy is going into this some shit. So I'm going to make sure I know where he's at. So if something goes down, I can fucking yank his bass back out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a solid brotherhood, man. Oh, for sure. Are you a deucer? A deucer? So that's like they're the teams, like hot shots, deucers. Oh, so I, I started. Say, how out. dare you call him a doucher? I mean, I had to go, bro, but how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I actually started out as a deucer on a type two crew. Okay. With the That's what it is, type two course. crew. Yeah, type two. And that just uh what that equivalent is is like their people have the credentials or don't have the credentials to put you in IA, which is like your front of the lines with the Immediate fire. Immediate action. Yeah. So um it's pretty much one of those things in the fire department. It's kind of like the military. I know you about the military, but there's different branches, right? So you've got in the military, army, Navy, Marines, air force, right? In the fire department, you've got city fire, Cal fire, forest service. You know what I mean? And I was with the forest service and we fucking get it in, bro. You know, like <laughs> we, Dude, that's so fucking crazy. You know, uh, you know how fucking crazy that is? Y'all motherfuckers set fires to battle fires. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a strategic move. Yeah. I know. I was gonna say, man, bro, that's. I would love to. I would love to see some shit through your eyes because that's fucking unbelievable. You know um, what? It's and especially in California, bro, because that's all we deal with is fucking fires. That's wild, bro. Do you know a dude named Coker? Coker, no. Oh, okay, I have a homeboy up in L.A. that it, the literally what he does. He works hey, for the Forest Service. Who's, oh, okay, who's the homeboy though that Frank knows? Because he's in the Forest Service, too. Oh, the young young cat. Yeah. Oh, he just, no, dude, he literally just got there. He's, like, boot, like, super oh, yeah. new. But we, we, we'll we see his videos and shit, too. And I was like, God damn, bro. Like, good for you. Yeah. Well, I actually. So fucking crazy, dog. So this last season, uh, I started, I started out, I started out as a type two, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, like, your entry, like, work for it. You prove you can do some shit. Like, we'll hire you after. Yeah. Then this last year, they picked me up on an engine crew. So I'm with a wild and fire engine crew, and they're sending us all over the place. And uh, our Out engine, of where? Uh, out of Campo. Damn, so, you're fucking out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you're out so, there. Well, I started volunteering at Julian. I, f- I fought fire for free, bro. You know what I mean? Like, because 
to become a firefighter, you got to have training to be a firefighter, and it's all this shit, and you're like, you just walk through the motions of it pretty much. And you got to, you have to go volunteer at that Julian firehouse, and the Julian firehouse will sign off on you going to camp. and be like, no, that's a solid dude. You want him on your squad. Pretty much. And the, But they got, ta- <laughs> so that's a whole other story. Like, they ended up having, like, right when I started volunteering at Julian, they had this, like, big uh, political thing going on, and they were, like, about to get taken over by another fire department, and the locals weren't having it. And I was like, I'm just trying to get a job, you guys. Like, <laughs> uh, I just want to, I want bennies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Mac Daddy needs some benefits. You know. <laughs> Y'all got dental? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I worked this last year on an uh, engine crew, and they actually put me in uh where I got to give back and work with the brand new firefighters Hell that yeah. were like new to it. They didn't know what they were doing. Um, I was basically like kind of one of the senior people and it's a trip, man. You know, it's, you go from that guy where you're like, what the fuck do I do to like, Hey, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like let just do this. Just kind of, and I'll be honest with you, dude, the mentality I've had that has gotten me to this point through fire is all directly related to shit that I learned at that program I went to, to the shit I learned at Fairmont, to the shit that I read through some books, you know what I mean? And um, it fucking helped me to fucking find a direction and a course and like, this is what I want to do and like, I want to find a way to make like a living amends for the fuckery that I caused as a kid, you know? And, uh, I finally got the opportunity to go and I'm like, I went through programs too, nigga. And I never wanted to jump into a motherfucking burning building. (laughs) 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 Never crossed my mind. I was like, God damn, look at that shit, babe. Babe, look at that shit. Mm -mm -mm. Let's just keep going on the eight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways. That's wild, bro. They give you an opportunity. So wildland firefighting is um, not as well known. People hear firefighting, they think the red engines. You know, the city firefighters, and that's, like, the main two. And, yeah. and for me, my Which y'all, y'all got the yellow ones, right? Green. Yeah, green. the Forest Service is green. green. Yeah. Okay. There is some yellow-looking ones. Most of yeah. those are, like, retired out. So red ones are city. White ones are fish and feathers, fish yeah. and wildlife, which actually have their own fire department. Wow. Uh, the other red ones are Cal Fire, and then the green ones are the Forest Service. Right. So, so what's the yellow one? Uh, they're, like, so those are, like, teams where they take firefighters from different stations and they like throw them together and they just dispatch that team to an emergency situation. So it's kind of like a, um, I don't know how you call it, like a get up and go crew, you know, Mm -hmm. a bunch of misfits fucking all going together to go fight the fire. Right. Right. So, um, guys blowing off. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You said, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be, Hey, this is why we need video. Brendan, Brendan in his forehead. Brendan putting his forehead to the fucking bike. Oh, you see what crushed. I have to deal with, bro? He's crushed right now. Hey. Do you see what I have to deal with? You know what? Well, You're I handling it well, right? Thank you. You know what? You're all right, Macramento. Hey, yeah. Hello, all right. Hey, get you guys to show us your fucking phone numbers. Get out of here. Yeah, all right. You can't afford me, Brandon, all right? You can't afford I me. I can't afford much right now. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I own a Harley Davidson. <laughs> Is there a problem? You're going to go to bed? Do you want to say goodbye? It's 10.05. Why are you going to bed? Because I'm pregnant. I'm are we going to... Hey, bro, you better shut up. You're going to get us all killed right now. Go to sleep. Have a good night. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Hey. I'm, I'm soft. 
Get in the mic. Talk in the fucking mic. You want to be on the I, show? Talk I in the mic. I saw Jesse at the 4th of July. <laughs> the fireworks and shit, yeah. We were both in treatment. Yep. And remember, and it was all girls, and then you guys were in all guys, so it was like, you know, we were all, like, getting his, uh, his contracted up and fucking um, for... For like looking at each other and shit, like all of us girls looking at all the guys. Because all the girls in your program couldn't say anything, and all the guys in my program thought they were hot shit, and we were gonna try and shoot their shots. And all these girls were like, so, oh, "Hey, yo, yeah, baby!" Awkward, they, awkward, so yeah. they could talk, but we couldn't talk. So hey, we all blink got at me! Like, <laughs> and shit, it was it was fucking hilarious. I, here, I know I got in trouble. I'm over here detoxing, like, oh, fireworks, sick, dog. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, cool. right. Like, <laughs> do, do you remember the treatment that he was at? What, what was, was it called? No. Uh, good. American nope. something. Oh yeah, American Addiction Centers. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah. wow. Big bombs. Yes. That's wild. Well, I mean, here's the deal, dude. You, uh, it just goes to show you if you fucking stop using, you can fucking do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? And that's what's so cool. It's like fucking. Uh, I ain't jumping in no. No, nah, I know, but fire, you, but, bro. but you can <laughs> though. You know. And that's why I was saying fucking drug addict or firefighter. That's a fucking amazing accomplishment. Hell yeah. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is this, is drug addicts in general are some of the most creative, oh. and intellectual, and brilliant people that you will ever encounter if we can just stop for a second and get the fuck out of our own way. Yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? You're fucking so dead nuts, dog. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. Straight nailed it. It's one of those situations where, like, you know, even with what I do, like, you guys are in a similar fucking fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys are front of the lines with a fucking epidemic that's happening across the world. Since I have lived in San Diego, not one year has gone by without a homie back home fucking dying from OD. Yeah. Some bullshit. Because it's a fucking nightmare out there right now. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, I am blessed to have fighters like you guys that I know are out there and you're doing the damn thing every fucking day and you're making a difference for people that like myself back in the day didn't know where to fucking go, didn't know how to fucking be myself and didn't know how to fucking live a life. You know what I mean? Right. Mm. Damn, damn dude. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. We're just trying to carry the message dude. And, and you know, without people like you who are doing the fucking deal, there is no message to fucking carry. Yeah. So you're a shining example, man. I really appreciate it. I hey. really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, I do too. Uh, before we leave, though, so let's plug your fucking company that you got going on here. Oh, oh yeah, shit. what is? Okay. What do you got going on? I mean, we didn't Thank even, you for that. Yeah, we didn't even talk about it. So, uh, rattlesnakes and scorpions, please look us up on Instagram. Uh, we're right at about a thousand followers right now. So, rattlesnakes and scorpions is a company. We are out. Our mission is to promote our culture of firefighting. You know, unfortunately, it's a little bit of an unknown side to it all. Uh, our mission statement is to help people see what is going on in the lives of a firefighter. You know, there's firsthand pictures and accounts of what we do out there, what we're going through. And realistically, our goal with what we're doing with this company is to try and get to a point to where if a retired firefighter's roof fucking caves in, we can chip in and help that guy. Oh, or fuck yeah, dude. If somebody, one of my brothers or sisters passes away in the line of duty, we want to be there as a cushion to help support their family. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. And Absolutely. so, so cool. That is right now, it's something that I've got a big passion for. Uh, big shout out to Matty Peace. That's my fucking boy. That's my brother right there. He started this company and I decided to partner in with him. And ever since then, 
you know, he's been spearheading it and it's fucking starting to make some momentum. You know, some people are getting a chance to see like firsthand what all these men and women are going through on a daily basis mm-hmm. and like what they will continue to do <laughs> for our communities. Mm-mm. Rafa says, Mm-mm. <laughs> I ain't running into none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got me fucked up. Oh, he's he's looking at the Instagram right now. I'm just going, mm mm. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I appreciate you so much because there's no way in fucking hell, you know, I am walking into any of this shit. <laughs> I know it's it's crazy. So you know, Ian's uh, brother-in-law, Cole, Cole man, uh, he he's he just became a firefighter too, and her brother, uh, Mitchy, Mitchy Slick. Fuck yeah. And uh, it's fucking crazy, man. He's a full-on paramedic now, right? Yeah. Finished school in a in a yeah, firehouse. He, he works for, uh, what the fuck, Rancho Santa Fe? Damn, does he? Yeah. Woo, yeah, shout yeah. out to you, Mitch. Yeah, I'm That's like, it's, and it's so cool to see, dude. I'm so fucking proud. But it takes a certain individual to do that. I mean, Rafa has something. He is onto something, though, because, I mean, there's no way, like, when you go to car accidents, and I don't, I know, I know that's not what you do, but. You know, the fact of the matter is you'll go into a burning house and there's bodies in that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's, I don't know if I can do something like that, you know? Or it's like when we're uh, during Elisa's story, when you guys are talking about the fucking wildfires that happen, like yeah. it's in a matter of an hour and the, the fire science side of it, like knowing which way the wind's blowing and the air temperature and the moisture in the air and how fast something's going to fucking catch on. And you guys are like, fuck it. Just throw me in the middle of it. I'll dig a <laughs> trench and back burn the rest of it. And like. <laughs> it'll be cool just you know we're going yeah. like you know what it, when you were sorry when you were crazy. telling that story when elise was telling her story about that i know people that were actually fighting that same fucking fire wow. like sorry they didn't make it to that house but you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> well no that, you there's nothing that you can do on a fire like that no and and you know unfortunately it's been like 10 years since then so the the vegetation has already gone back up to where that can happen again oh and it's Fucking blink of an eye. Yeah, one gust of wind, and it's fucking game over. And the the really fucked up part about it, if I well, correct me if I'm wrong, but both those fires were not start. They they weren't started by human. They were started by like a power line. I don't know how they started. I mean, but ninety percent of the fires out here. I take that back. Uh, I I know now. So the Cedar Fire was started by a power line, Mm -hmm. and the Witch Creek Fire was started by a guy that was supposed to be lost, and he did a flare, but he did a a flare that was. Uh, diagonal instead of like fully up and it <laughs> fucking just started the whole fucking fire. That's so funny. Well, you get up. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You get shit like people doing reveals and they fucking just catch shit on fire. I just down. watched some Gender videos, reveals. dude. Gender reveals. Yeah. In right. Sacramento, especially, yeah, dude. dude. There was like four of them ridiculous. I watched. Yeah. People don't think about They're it. They're fucking re- you know? Because, like, you think, oh, if it's a fire, I can put it out. But you're not thinking about, like, oh, what's the humidity at right now? Like, what's the fucking temperature at right now? And, like, dude, I've seen fires go from literally nothing to fucking like hundreds hundred of acres. acres. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking within like minutes. Well, well not minutes, but like hours. They, they, once they pick up and run, dude, you're fighting almost like a living animal because it, it has its own resources. Once it gets its own oxygen, once it's moved, there's a whole science to, to it. Yeah. No, there's fuel. Sort of like, <laughs> it's just one of those things where like you find a way though. You know what I mean? Like if there's an opportunity, you're going to fucking find a way to fight that fire because it's got a bigger purpose. You know, mm-hmm. like I've gotten the opportunity to where I worked a whole fucking shift, got my dick kicked in. You know what I mean? I'm fucking burnt out. And then at the end of that shift, 
we stopped and like we looked and we reassessed and we saw the entire neighborhood that we prevented this fucking fire from coming to. And I was, all these people were like sleeping. You know what I mean? They don't even know we're there. We're fucking covered in ash and mud and fucking broke off. And like all of us just look at each other and we're like, cool. Yeah. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, like it was fucking worth it. Right. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. And like that feeling, that joy, like being able to do that. Yeah. I learned to do that through finding a way to get clean and off of the drugs. Right. You know mm. what I mean? I found the ambition and the pride in myself by getting clean and knowing I was able to get away from those things. You know what I mean? And I learned how to fucking find the camaraderie and fire because I found like-minded individuals like yourselves. Right. You know what I mean? And you guys Man, keep doing what you're doing. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Let's Hell. fucking do the goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, dog. So, what is, rattlesnakes and scorpions? Yeah, I was about to say, let's plug this one more time. <laughs> so rattlesnakes guys, underscore scorpions? Rattlesnakes underscore scorpions. On Instagram. On Instagram. Just look for the one with a bunch of fire. You know what I mean? You <laughs> can't miss it. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, you it. really can't miss that motherfucker, man. Jesse, really, it's been an absolute yeah. pleasure, man. I really yeah. appreciate you coming onto the show. Hey, thank you again for having me, guys. Absolutely. Cool. Fantastic. It's been another episode of the LFG 1904 show. Yeah. You know the fucking deal. Yeah.